Hi everyone, I'm Wolfie D's son. I'm nine years old. My name is Raiden, and I wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his time in the territories with PG-13, to his time in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits, and nothing will be held back. Thanks again for tuning in. Here he is, Wolfie D. All right, folks, welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Live It in Color Wolfie D Christmas Special. That means that we're pretty good at this, Jimmy. We got a Christmas special. You're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars, <laughs> Kiss, I mean, everybody's had one, right? Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I, we've come up with the idea of what are the top ten things that you would give a pro wrestler? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited to see, uh, obviously I know my list, I'm excited to see what yours is, and I I just feel like there's going to be no duplicates on this one, like some of our top tens, we end up duplicating stuff, I just don't think it's going to be that way today. Yeah, I don't think so, and I'm good, I'm happy about that, you know, I mean, first of all, you know, we, we wanted to entertain you this week, because, you know, we know right now, there's still a plate with a half you know, like half eaten cookies and a half a glass of milk. You yeah. know, so you're, you're doing your part by listening, but just don't make the kids wait to open the gifts. Go ahead, let them open the gifts. And then you can listen to us after that. So, I mean, if you have held them off until this show, you're a dick for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be, just thought it'd be good, man. And, and, uh, you know, so far mine's been good. You know, got my little boy Raiden. He, uh, went home yesterday christmas eve and uh we've had a good time he got all his presents and man i'll just say this man there's some there's some good people in the world still you know i'm one of those people it's kind of like a people hater and disappointed in society and and sure. things like that but there's still yeah. some good people out there i just want to want to say that man i'm not going to mention no names but there's some good people out there man that's awesome that's very yeah. cool. I like new i like good people because it, it makes you want to stick around a little while longer you know what i mean <laughs> all yeah. about you know? yeah yeah no a, doubt a lot of people forget the you know it's like oh i didn't get this or you know especially younger kids you know i didn't get that but we right. lucky you got something by god right <laughs> you know? other than other than a slap and a lump of coal or something <laughs> yeah. you know? that's what they all deserve these days <laughs> next time <laughs> i was looking that up man like I was bored uh, a few days ago, and I was looking up, uh, you know, the different Santas around the world and the, you know, the legends behind them and all that kind of stuff. We got yeah. lucky with ours. <laughs> Let's just say there's some weird ones out there. France has a dude, was it Parade Noel? He rides a flying donkey named yeah. Gooey or something like that. And that's French for mistletoe. And I'm like, really? Like, donkey? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever looked up the Dutch one? It's like Belschnickel or something. I think so. And, and, and I read like, all of them. Yeah, he like whips kids if they're yeah. bad. And yeah. like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, learned that from the Germany. Office TV show, to be honest. Oh, oh. But anyway, I'm not. I'm yeah, not I saw reading. one that uh, Germany, the kids just put their shoes outside. Ugh. Put their shoes outside. And if they're bad, I think they get rocks in them or some shit like that, or maybe nothing. But. And if they're good, they just get little candy and possibly little bitty toys. Enough to fit in a shoe. That's bullshit. That is messed up. Yeah. Put your shoes outside. <laughs> you can't fit you can't fit the castle gray skull in a pair of shoes. 
dude. I'm saying, yeah. man, yeah. I remember when we got Castle Grayskull. Was that not dope, dude? Oh my god. Yeah. I had Snake Mountain Castle Grayskull. All that oh, stuff. bro, with the with the microphone thing. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. 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 Lots of around. fun. No. You know what I'm always waiting on is my dad to finally get me and my brother the plastic chic for us him to get us that aircraft carrier for G.I. Joe. That's never gonna oh, wow. happen. <laughs> I never had Millennium Falcon either. I I wanted that. Yeah, that was a good one. We had that one, but we didn't you know, Star Wars, man, it was like, you know, we we, we were just talking about this recently, how much Star Wars came before I was even born. So mm-hmm. like so you know, like so many figures were out. And I'm glad that they kept repeating and making them on and on because we would have yeah. never had some of them, you know. So anyway. Hey, some of the ones they got out now, I was just at uh, the local comic book and figure store the other day. Man, just I've always liked action figures, but I wish they had the action figures when I was a kid like they do now. You know, No kidding, bro. <laughs> yeah. And these Star Wars ones are even like, like Boba Fett was one of the coolest things I ever seen as a kid. But like these new Boba Fetts, come on, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're dope. And they like look real. Almost. I mean, they basically look like they're off the screen in your hands, you know. Yeah, so exactly. Lucky exactly. ass kids these days, I tell you. So yeah, well, let's uh, let's take a break. I'm getting all giddy. I'm ready to open my gifts, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Were we supposed to bring gifts? My bad. <laughs> well, these are gifts to each other. So oh my know. god. Okay, I gotcha. Here's, but <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. You won't like anything I brought. Yeah, it's like Peggy Uh-oh. with her potato salad that nobody touches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is, but anyway. Isn't that funny? Uh, and, and I'm, I'm sorry to ramble, folks, and we're going to get to this, but isn't it funny? Like, at the older you get, like, you know, you grew up on grandma's cooking. Uh, right. Like, even at Christmas, and then you may have, you know, gotten a relationship or whatever. But just as time goes on, you visit different people's houses, and it's like, you got to, you can't go, God, this fucking sucks. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not, that anyone I know does, but I have been to some places where I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with yeah. grandma neither. Well, if you work like in a building with a lot of people and they yeah. do a potluck, man, I'm always like, dude, I'm going to lunch. This is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people uh, won't eat other people's cooking just because they're, you know, scared of them. Yeah, uh, me. I'm on a but I guess uh, it could be a lot worse than a rib. But. <laughs> yeah, because normally if I eat somebody else's food, I'm at their house, you know, yeah. and yeah. and I know I can kind of get an idea of like, okay, this guy definitely doesn't wash his hands after he poops, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but instead at potlucks at work, you don't know that could that could be the most beautiful dish they've ever made in their life, but it yeah. could be made with the sol- just the dirtiest hands ever. So anyway. Yeah. 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 Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> aunt made it while she's standing over it with a big ash on the end of her cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Since our show drops at noon, you know, <laughs> some people are sitting down to eat right now and they just popped us in their little ear with their little earbuds and they're sitting to eat and they're like, oh man, this don't look as good as I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, All Jimmy. Right. We'll feed ruining Christmas. <laughs> yeah. For real. Right. Leave it to us. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to hear your stuff. and uh, Let's do it. We'll be right back after these messages with more from Live and in Color with Wolfie D. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey folks, to get your official Live It In Color with Wolfie D merchandise, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Live Wolfie D. Check it out. If you're listening to Live It In Color with Wolfie D on Apple Podcast and like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a five-star rating. And while you're at it, write a review. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you'd like to hear in the future. It's very important to us and always appreciated. Thanks again. All right, we are back. The anticipation is over. The lists are coming. The gifts are coming. And uh, so I want you to think, if, if you were a pro wrestler, would you appreciate this gift? Or if you are one, would you appreciate it? Would you think you need it? Or would you be pissed off if I gave it to you? That's my list right there. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I, I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Further ado, as they say. Number 10. I'm going to give a homemade humble pie and a great big glass of shut the fuck up. And that's because too many of these guys, man, they don't have the humbleness. They want to talk. They know everything right off the bat. If I'm a a starting pro wrestler, I would appreciate if I were, you know, not humble and I talk too much. I would appreciate a big old homemade humble pie and a glass of shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, there you go. I love that. That's it would amazing. Help. I promise you may yeah. not it, but it would help. I can't if that's uh, that's a number one, bro, to me right there. You just you know? hang in there, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> hang on tight. <laughs> Dude, I throw my list away. Let's just listen to yours. <laughs> that's all funny like fun and happy and you're just like shut up hey you didn't say whether i had to be santa or the grinch so that's right good point good point yeah well my number 10 (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm still laughing at yours Uh, is a good sequined robe or ring jacket man i don't know what it is yeah, it's a good. It doesn't. It can yeah. be a, a satin carpenter jacket for all I care. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying something that designates you as. And if you wear trunks, I don't care. Wear wear you know whatever you want. Yeah. But you got, I like a good, even if it's just a, a vest. I mean, Stone yeah. Cold made that work, you know. So I feel like you have some kind of uh, upper garb, even if yeah. You, yeah, even if it's a basketball jersey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or a big old puffy jacket that you know <laughs> with Mickey Mouse on the fucking back of it, Mickey Mouse on the back yeah, of it, jacket that I couldn't stand. Just well, something. I mean, we know the George South jacket is awesome with all the patches, and then you yeah. got like your your slash duster, which is awesome. It suits your character. Just mm-hmm. something to wear other than your gear, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a uh, 
you know, even boxers wear robes, most of them, you know. I love that Tyson didn't, though, man. Just a towel, yeah, no music, just well, like, was, I'm about to kill you. Right. He was the boxing Goldberg before <laughs> Goldberg. Goldberg is the wrestling Tyson, damn it. Yeah. Get it straight. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, so, you know, you like jackets, right? Come on. Everybody likes a jacket or upper. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, mean, I called it a, a carpenter jacket, so I'm just, you know, imagining Bob the Builder on it or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think job. I can't remember. But. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to go to number nine. When you unwrap this gift, this is going to be one of those ones that you see under the tree, and it's one of the big ones. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm opening that one last, you know? Yeah. So you unwrap this, and it's this beautiful, beautiful mirror. Well, why the fuck would I give you a mirror? Because I need you to see what you look like. I need just what you look like, man. Do you look like a fucking wrestler? Yeah. Do you look like a wrestler? Uh, and if you don't, what should you do to make yourself stand out and be different? Do you look like the guy down the street? Do you need to go to the gym? Do you need to tan? That mirror can do a lot for you. It can also help you do promos. So there's your uh, number nine gift, Jimmy. Yeah, that's hilarious and perfect. Yeah, these are <laughs> these are these got a little barbs on them. I can tell, Wolf, but I like it. Come on, mate. But uh, yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a person out in public just dressed like they have given up? Like you fuck life. It always, my always line is these motherfuckers must have had no mirrors in there. And us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are all at Walmart. <laughs> Think about it, man. You know, people used to go to the grocery store and wear suit and nice dress and hats and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now they're wearing their jammy pants and like, oh, yeah, uh, daggone sports bra you know what i'm saying yeah. so, so yeah. i mean it's it's just a day and i'm not picking on the ladies the guys are schlubs too man you know so <laughs> yeah, absolutely. some of y'all guys need to be wearing sports bras but anyway i'm off my soapbox <laughs> <laughs> that which ties in with get a mirror you know <laughs> so, <laughs> man these are funny wolf all right so number nine for me we're opening all these gifts we're giving everybody something and if you know me as a musician if i could give anything to a pro wrestler mm -hmm. it is a great entrance song because yeah. you can have the suckiest entrance song ever and be a great wrestler and yeah. you i'm just saying a bad wrestler with a great entrance song will do better because it gives you that intro you know and hey, i don't know man sets the stage and, and some songs man people don't forget them like uh, exactly you have the dx song a lot of people love gangrel song you know shit like that and uh so yeah, exactly. A great yeah. interest. And back in the day, before it was custom music and all that, um, just having a good a song that was over on the radio, you know. Dude, I mean, is there any better than Iron Man with the Road Warriors? Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. That dude, the, I mean, the Freebirds were the one. I think the Freebirds were probably the first one with their own custom music, you know. What? But I was just fixing to say this, and you know me, man. I forget stuff. Midnight Express was that off of something or was that a custom? Yeah, no, it was the Midnight Express movie. Okay, and okay. Giorgio Moroder was the the scorer. Dude, so good, man. Yeah, yeah, I know that song so much. It was my ringtone on my phone forever, bro. Yeah, I think I'm gonna make it mine. I've had Eye of the Tiger on mine for a while now. I need something new. Plus, it scares me. It's like loud and shit. 
Dang, 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 dang. Wake up, Wolf yeah. D. Wake up now. Yeah, it's Jimmy Street. <laughs> He's about to do a show. <laughs> or dirty white boy. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, a great entrance song, man, from, you know, from Hogan to Jericho. I mean, Jericho's whole deal is an entrance song now. You know what I mean? So they sing him out to the ring. So, you know, and then, of course, Hip Hop Array or or The Hot Stepper or Gangsta's Paradise. I mean, y'all had some great entrance songs. We are the nation. Of the nomination. Yes, exactly. All righty. Now, number eight. Uh... This is a, a little gift that's going to, and I know everything is streaming now, but I'm going to give it to you on like a DVD. I might even give you VHS. I just ask that you watch it if you haven't seen it, because it's not all glitz and glamour. I need you to watch The Wrestler with Mickey York uh, and be prepared for uh, family problems, uh, drug addiction, um, and, and a career that doesn't end with a retirement speech in the WWE. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I'm just trying to help you, just to prepare you for what could happen. I'm not saying it will, but I'm right. just saying it happened. You know, you'll be broken down. Your body will hurt. Uh, yeah, man. I think everybody should watch that movie. Right, I mean, as far as yeah. wrestling movies go, probably the, with the exception of documentaries, it's the closest one to the real thing, I think. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling movies, early reports back on the. Iron Claw is is missing some stuff, but anyway, oh, really? I don't want. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to. Yeah. But I'm just. I've had somebody report back to me about it, and gotcha. it's it's very. Let's just say it's if it a movie were a nice cheese, it would be Swiss, essentially. So anyway, but long story short, yeah, the wrestler movie is is just about perfect. Other than the fact that it's hard to watch because of the reality base of it so much, and and it's it's not only relatable directly as a wrestler, it's also relatable in so many other ways. Being a dad, being yeah. an entertainer of some sort, being any kind. I mean, really, it's it's applicable to so many situations, but. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a heartbreaker. It is not an easy movie to watch after, you know, you know a little bit about what's coming up. And it, I mean, dude, if you didn't relate to that movie, then I think, I think most every wrestler of a certain generation has something they can relate to in that movie. Well, you know? and, and I will tell you, and you know this story, uh, it's kind of a heartwarming uh, Christmas story, kind of appropriate for today. I'm not going to go into too much detail about it, but my daughter was born in 95. So she was there, you know, but not, you know, born in the heyday, but also, you know, kind of lived uh, through a lot of my wrestling career, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it, we hadn't talked in uh, oh, about a year. And then, uh, I don't know, six months ago or something, I believe it was, maybe a little longer than that, uh, she called me up, and she had just watched that movie. I think it was the first time she'd ever seen it. Made her cry and made her want to talk to me. And uh, we talk uh, all the time now. That's awesome, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's so damn accurate that mm-hmm. it can actually help bridge relationships, man. So yeah. she that's, watched it, you know what I mean? She was like, I, I hadn't. I think yeah. it brought out, she was kind of able to see uh, my side of it, of I was just doing what I thought I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's I mean, bro, because I'm going to speak on this for a second. I think the one thing that you and I are similar about is we do not understand how to do something half assed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't I don't I've never understood the half assed mentality. I mean, yeah, there's certain things you say like that's kind of half assed, like, hey, (laughs) you look nice or whatever, you know, but (laughs) I'm just I'm saying stuff like uh, what I mean is like. No, what I mean is like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, I put everything into this podcast. And I know you do, too. But what I'm saying is, is like, that's how we know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. And so some people are like mentality. Yeah. yeah. Some people are like, gee, that Jimmy guy, he's kind of an ass sometimes. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not really thinking of it that way. I'm just focused on the job at hand. And I want to get y'all the, it's like, sometimes I'm a little bristly, but whatever. And that's maybe just in messenger. So guys don't take me personal. Yeah. I just, you know, I just, I don't know how to do this another way. And Wolfie, the same way with your entire career in wrestling, yeah. you just didn't know how to do it a different way. And maybe, yeah. Maybe it works better for other people who don't care as much about stuff, but I just don't see that being the case, man. Right, so. right. And also, it was a different time, and the business was different, you know. You'd, sure. Now, the, you know, it's, they, they they want you to be home with your family. You know, they, they, we worked on Christmas and Thanksgiving and birthdays and all that stuff, man. You, you just didn't say no to that, you know. Right. For a lot of times, the Christmas and Thanksgiving would be the biggest shows of the year. That's what I was about to nobody ask had, you. Nobody yeah. had nothing else to do. You know, there was no internet and everything was closed. And, you know, I used to go watch some wrestling. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, how many done opened all their gifts and like, fuck, yeah, what do now. Oh, there's wrestling. Wrestling's on tonight. Let's go check right. it out. You know? Yeah. And not on TV. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> go there. Yeah. See and socialize. Yeah, yeah. I love those days in a sense, man. If you think about it, like how, like, you know, I just think about the simplicity of life, you know. Sometimes that's definitely missed, you know. Yeah. Well, okay, so my number eight, again, you know, what's Christmas without giving a toy to someone? So I think number eight, and this is in honor of my brother, the Plastic Sheik, who has a great action figure collection, your mm-hmm. own action figure. This is something that has still somewhat eluded us, except for Sin Bodhi, who's awesome and made you one. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I want a licensed line, but I, I think I'm running out of time on that one. But we just, you know, I feel like I missed out twice there you know there should be uh pg-13 national domination figures for sure there should be a 100%. set that yeah. comes with all of us but whatever uh i know that but probably the reasons behind that you know what i'm saying sure uh, but yeah. uh then they then in tna they scanned me you know slash was gonna get one the guys that were making them were like dude you think it's gonna be so fun to make man blah 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 and i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> then, <laughs> then, uh you know that, that all happened where i left there and didn't get my figure yeah that's messed up man it, that is messed up that sucks which but, goes back to my other present of the wrestler so <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, well, and dude, you know who was making those action figures at the time was Marvel. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So the TNA action figures were made by Marvel, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So they were beautiful. 
he'll know. Yeah, they still hold up today too. People still like want to get them, you know, because yeah. they they looked really ahead of their time. So anyway, we got to get a peek, guys. Hey, look, I know there's like so many grapplers and gimmicks, zombie sailor, major wrestling. I mean, some <laughs> rush epic toys, cella. Maybe they're closed now. I don't know. There's a hundred million of Shane Martin. I mean, come on, somebody. I love it. Uh, Power Town is gonna definitely uh, join with TNA. Yeah, that 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 is what I've heard. And by the it way, opportunity for some TNA original figures there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> seriously, Power Town. Yeah, that's yeah. Seriously, well, I know Steve. I've got his number. I'm going to get it to you. By the way, yeah. yeah. But seriously though, they're they need to do this. TNA would be a genius idea for them. <laughs> yeah. So get your own action figure for Christmas, kids. That's what everybody wants. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, where are we at? Number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, in high school, they used to teach, you know, business and economics and stuff like that. Uh, but still, how many people have gone into debt um, with credit cards and, and that kind of thing? Uh, I, I always felt like, you know, after the fact, it's like, damn, I wish they would have taught us more about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so in wrestling, we have a thing called a bump card. And I think that part of your training, uh, there should be a course uh, understanding your bump card and how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> so, that motherfucker's going to run out, let me tell you. You know, yeah. I heard that years ago, you, you only got so many bumps on that bump card. You know, some people got higher credit than others, I guess. But, uh, you know, I think you should understand that when you get ready to do some stupid fucking move in, in front of 50 people. So, that's my uh, gift to you would be a course in understanding your bump card. Yeah. That's What's the use in going out there? You know, the town don't draw. And that's, I get the whole thing of, you know, it's not these people that showed up's fault. You know what I mean? But I right. can go out there and entertain those 50 people um, without having to kill myself. And, uh, you know, I'll save the big ones for, for uh, important times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but you know, there was that movie with Justin Timberlake where he had like time on his arm or something. And he, yeah. it's it's yeah. called In Time or something. Anyway, it's a decent movie. Go check yeah. it out. Definitely cool idea. What if you were to interpret it, you know, with digital, like, you know, you could have all this with everything digital and technology wise, you could have it on your phone even and say, this is your bump card. You have this many, yeah. and you know, maybe get a, maybe get an MRI done at the very beginning of your career. And they can tell, like, I don't think you'll be past 250 bumps, which would be nothing. <laughs> that oh, would be, that'd be one months. month of USWA <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. But that's a good idea. Bump card. I like that. I'm buying a course. Yes. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. So my number seven, and this one's kind of not similar, but also I think very important because if I'm not mistaken, Arn Anderson said it best when even fat looks better when it's tanned. So (laughs) my, my number seven is a year supply of tanning, you know, or a booth, you know, spray tan option, whatever you want to do. But anyway, tanning is important. You know, that will absolutely. Um, 
the first time now when tanning beds first came out uh i, I had just started wrestling and George Weingroff uh, contacted my stepfather and, Hey, we got this show and I want to use Wolfie, uh, but I don't want him to be Airwolf. I mean, we can call him that, but I want him to be an Indian. It's like, what? <laughs> so I had to go tan to try to get as dark as I could to, to look like an Indian as much as possible. And wow. uh, first experience with a tanning bed. And I shit you not, uh, that I went in there and I laid in it and I'm like, damn, what's it doing? You know, I'm just laying there. I don't know how long I laid there, but I think back then they were 30 minutes or maybe even a little more back then. But I laid there and I laid there and I laid there. <laughs> Finally, I got up and come to found out that I never turned the motherfucker on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was supposed to light up. I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> That's my first experience with a tanning bed. But yeah. yeah, I've lived in them, man. I've lived in them. Yeah, yeah. Tanning beds important. Heck, I knew a lot of people growing up that had them in their home. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Uh, why do you think bodybuilders uh, paint themselves an odd color? You know, when they when they do competitions, it makes you look leaner, bigger, all that stuff, man. And another person that used to say that all the time was Tony Falk in, you know, in his voice. The, the, he'd say right. Jeff from that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, dude, it's so true, though, man. You know, it's it's uh, it's just a it's a it's an accurate thing. I feel better when I'm I've got a good tan. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah, yeah. You just, I think it's just an overall good thing, and especially in an a, in a body driven business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know how a guy like Seamus does it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the one person that can have that. Gimmick. That's his gimmick, right? <laughs> yeah. That's just good. And I was so glad, man, when they came out with stand-up tanning beds, because I'll be honest with you, I fucking hate a lay-down bed, and you get up, and all that sweat's coming down your back into your butt crack, and all that, ugh, laying in a pool of your own sweat, and then you got to get up and put clothes back on? Yuck. Yeah, right. I need a shower immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and especially, like, with a spray tan, that's, you don't want to shower immediately, right? That's, yeah, but that shit feels weird, too. I'm weird with my skin, man. Weird on me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, my number six. Uh, I, I, I went to the dollar store and got this. All right. And uh, nice. when you pull, when you open it up, you're going to find a whole bunch of duct tape and some Q-tips. That is for you to keep your fucking mouth shut and open your ears. That's one thing I learned early on in the dressing room. I don't want to go so far as to say, and this was a thing, you don't speak unless you're spoken to. You know, when you were training and shit like that, when you first break it in. And I guess nowadays that would be perceived as pretty shitty and probably can't do that anymore. But I'll give you some duct tape and Q-tips to clean out them ears and cover that mouth. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. I think I think that just is a good thing in life, man. It's just until you until you what's the term? And I think they've even joked about Jamie messing it up. But until you know, like, oh, you know, better be, to be thought a fool, yeah. and remain quiet than open your open mouth and remove all doubt. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's true in life. Just maintain that 
philosophy, and I think you'll be good. So yeah, you, even any job you go to, you ain't gonna come in there being a fucking know it all, right? Back in my day at the damn <laughs> old convenience store, we used to do it this way. Yeah, it's like, sir, this is a high tech job. <laughs> I don't care how you clean the bathrooms at your convenience store job. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So my number six is actually could help you right now and would have helped PG 13 back in the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, and when you guys finally left that old 76 Thunderbird on Briley and said, screw it, it's over with <laughs> for Christmas. We give you a new car or, well, even, or even the big guys today, you know, recently went to a WWE spot show in Johnson city and mm-hmm. All in the back had all the tour buses lined up. Wow. You know, these guys riding tour buses these days. So, yeah, yeah I gift I gift a pro wrestler a new car, hopefully with some yeah. reliability, even a used a new car, whatever, new to you, yeah. or a tour bus in, in yeah, a big absolutely, place. man. I, I've only ridden on a tour bus one time. That's when we went to Mexico, and that wasn't... <laughs> right. Glorified school bus, I think, but uh, yeah, that that would be cool, man. That would be super cool. The, the, I mean, the first one would probably for me just be the best to have a have a new car when you when you're coming up, man, to get you right. there. Right, something reliable, good on gas. You know, yeah. keep that oil change and the tire gauge checked, and and honestly, a good car can and last you a long time if you take good care of it. You know. <laughs> Which we know the wrestling lifestyle does not lean itself to taking care of a car. But when it comes down to it, you know, the good news is, is I wonder if this is still accurate because you know for a fact that in almost every locker room that had a decent amount of veterans in it, mm-hmm. some of those guys knew how to work on your car, right? They're like, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of, uh, are you telling me Tommy Heggie couldn't check the oil on a car, well, man? I'm just yeah, saying those I'd say probably good check yeah. the oil. I don't yeah. know about the rest of it. I mean, sure, I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying there seems like there was some authentic guys that were locker room leaders yeah. that would be able to say, "Okay, I believe that's your carburetor, son." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm I, sp- I spoke about Tommy Heggie just because I think of him that highly. I just right. feel like Tommy Heggie could tell me what's wrong with my vehicle. And by the way, if you don't know Tommy. Tommy Heggie is Dante of Dante and Mephisto, a tag team that I look up to and beat PG-13 one time. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, the car would be awesome. I, like I said, I don't know. I can't see uh, Tommy or Doug looking under my hood. Maybe uh, yeah, maybe Doug, but Tommy be like, well, fair, I believe. I don't know, brother, Wildfire. You know, I don't know. That was the worst Tommy impersonation ever. And who knows, Tommy may be able to build you a car from the ground up. Who knows? So, <laughs> well, all right. I say we take a break and we come back and give them our top five. What do you say to that? Yeah, go eat a big turkey sandwich and come right back. All right. With mayonnaise, yes. Sure, not, yes not that half turkey thing I did last time. But anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Let's take a quick time out and get a word from one of my dope-ass sponsors, and we'll be right back with more Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here. And if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're going to want to call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. Support for Live and in Color with Wolfie D is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WOLFIE at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. All right, we are back with more from the top 10 Christmas gift ideas for pro wrestlers on Live and in Colors. Wolfie D today. Of course, I'm Jimmy across the Strizit. That's right. <laughs> my I number. I say that in my intro, didn't I? It's okay if you didn't. It's hey, it people, threw me off with the whole Christmas gift thing. I was giddy. Sorry. That's all good, man. I wouldn't remember either. So <laughs> number five, I think you'll love this one as much as anybody will. Right. Is is and you'll know how important this Christmas gift is because I, I hope as they grow and get as the numbers go higher or mm-hmm. lower as they go. Never mind. <laughs> as this list goes on you'll see the importance rise. And so this one is compatible tag team partner. True. Yes. I would love to have one of those. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, in the ring, extremely compatible. Absolutely. But from outside the ring, sometimes that can be a problem if, it, if you're not. And we were in, you know, all that stuff and kind of still are whatever. Something. Ah, you know the story and so do the listeners, but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's important, especially I look at, you know, um, somebody, I'm going to give them uh, some props right here for absolutely coming a long way. Uh, and, uh, they seem to be like, Buddies, like best friends, is the Heat Seekers, Matt Sigmund and Elliot Russell. Yeah. Uh, man, those guys are buds, man. You, you know, you see them on social media. They travel all the time. They're singing in the car. And not that me and Jamie never did that, but they've, they've uh, done it longer than we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being that good of friends, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's 
a, not an easy thing because they say it, you know, it's like a marriage. It really is. And it does take a little, little bit of work, you know, as, as weird as that sounds to, you know, just do business together. And, you know, you, you really do, um, your decisions and, and your actions and things like that, they reflect upon your partner. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's just extremely important in life, man. You want to have a good partner in, in your home. You want to have a good partner on your podcast. Mm-hmm. You want to have a good, you know, it's just overall, if you're going to have a, you know, let's just say a partner in anything, you're hopefully compatible. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. trustworthy is one thing, sure, and all that. But, you know, when it comes down to it, that's all just wrapped into the word compatible to me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good one. Very good one. Yeah. I, I would have appreciated that gift. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, all right so my number five is gonna be under the tree uh it'll say to you from movie d and it's gonna be a a a box just a you know a little small box not too big and when you open it up it's gonna be a box of foreign objects i'm talking about baby powder chains all that stuff i can't tell you how many times myself included that somebody's running around the locker room Hey, you got Jane? You got Jane? I need Jane Buff in it. Hey, anybody Jane? Somebody got baby powder? I need some baby powder. Somebody got baby powder? Yeah, so that was always a thing. That's probably not that big of a deal anymore, but it was a huge deal uh, back in my day. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, because you had one responsible guy who did carry the stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wolfie's got one. Go get it from yeah. It usually wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a cap. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that was the finisher, right? Come on, man. You know, I always had a you know, my favorite chain that I ever had as a manager was a wallet chain that I converted to. Yeah, yeah man, that was the best chain ever. And I can't remember where I think I still have it actually. So look for it soon on eBay for negative five dollars. So <laughs> I will pay you to take it just to make me feel good. But anyway, yes. And plus, I say just give us the ability to use the term foreign object again. God Almighty, you know? Hey, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the the Logan kid, Paul, Logan Paul, is he the wrestler or the boxer? Yeah. Logan's the wrestler, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, so I think I saw him do at least one finish with a fucking chain. Did he not? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? WWE used a fucking chain for a finish? Yeah. So I'm loving yeah. that. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. he He's definitely, he seems to have some stroke. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, uh, it's, it, yeah. followers count today. It <laughs> totally does, bro. Yeah. Can you imagine back in your day if somebody had locked in the locker room and said, boys, give me the title. I've got 2 billion <laughs> followers. <laughs> like, we'll prove you, it at the box. Open on. the door, look outside, and go, where are they at? <laughs> yeah. Are they coming Did to? Did they here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did they call the cops? <laughs> exactly. And who knows if he's brought any new eyes to the business? You know what I'm saying? Who knows? He probably has. Oh, yeah. But honestly, I, I think it's just... It's just they're trying to take advantage of the advertising that he'll give them on his channel, you know. Yeah, man. The kid's good, man. Oh, for sure. No question. He deserves a spot. No question. Yeah. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is who knows if he's actually bringing new eyes to the business. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. You would but, think. I mean, yeah. it's hard 
hard to argue that, you know? Yeah. Hard to argue. And yeah, I, I agree, but it's just like, do, does that translate or do they just see it as, okay, you're doing that phony stuff, man, whatever. Well, I, I mean, if you're following him, you're going to see what he's doing at all times. Cause they tape everything. Him and his brother. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's true. Yeah. And, and he's got to give it that, but what I, you know, yeah. And you're, that's a great point. That's a great yeah. point. Okay, so my number four is, I think you would probably enjoy this right now if if it were available to you, if this gift could reach you in time, is a massage therapist or chiropractor. Oh, yeah. 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 That'd be nice. Uh, Back then, I didn't have the money to do that. I I think I went to a chiropractor one time, and it's because I literally couldn't walk, and uh, he fixed me up. And... uh, I mean, that was hell. That was 1995, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, I never went to one again until, you know, a few years ago. So definitely would have loved to have a massage therapist. Yeah. Or even a good chiropractor. Or a good chiropractor. Crack your back or something, man. But yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there were some locker room chiropractors, though, right? Is there always? Yes. Yes, there were. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget... uh, Cause you kind of got a self chiropract, uh, back then, right. uh, especially every night you ain't got time to go to one or whatever. Right. Um, and, and I remember JD Wolf, you know that name or not, but JD Wolf taught me and Mitch Ryder, probably Jamie, uh, how to, how to pop backs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we kind of learned that. I never would let nobody fuck on my neck unless it was like a for real deal. But, right. um, uh, you know, you learn how to, pop your back yourself a lot sure man but, i heard harley would pop a neck and no problem with a he would wrap like a towel around their yeah. neck and pop your even harley would scare me even though i'm like yes i trust you champ i do bro you know, anyway. i don't really like that myself it's kind yeah. of yeah like like when's he gonna pull a whole head off one time you know so but man there's days and and yesterday was one of them man where i'm my my neck and my back were really hurting me the upper back and uh i wanted that i wanted to wrap something around my neck not a noose but wrap something around my neck and hang from it you know what i mean like yeah yeah just somebody take my spine out and play tug of war with it and just straighten it all out yeah yeah be great yes i love that idea (laughs) That's a great idea. You got spine issues too. Oh, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. I, I'm sorry you have all the health issues you do, man. I know you got them piling up on you, brother. So uh, I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was a good gift. Yes. I would love to have that, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. <No. laughs> it's, it's all yours, man. So my number four is almost like my last one, but it deserves its own category. Believe me, wrist tape. <laughs> That's another one that you got people running around. Just who's got tape? Who's got tape? And like yes. I said, not, if you wrestle fucking twice a week and you ain't got tape, you rest six nights a week. It's understandable. You ain't got tape sometimes. Cause you run out and ain't got time to get it or not. Maybe you don't have the freaking money to get it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. There was always those few people that always had it, though. Yeah, yeah. There was always the tape bag guy, right? Always yeah. had the... Whether it be the white athletic or the uh, black electric tape, which I preferred. Um, and, and and that's just somebody always had it. Did you just like the look of the black electrical tape? Yes. That- uh, it, uh, white tape, for me, 
it just I don't and it didn't stick as well. And then also it don't it's not as smooth looking. It's got wrinkles in it and shit. Yeah. Or just I wasn't good at it, but right. I, and sometimes I'd take my if there's a street fight or something, I'd take my right hand with white tape because I thought that looked different and wanted the people to be able to see the blood on it and you know. Yeah. So. I like but, that. Yeah. Yeah, plus it also looks like you're about to throw hands, you know, like, you know, that you, you taped your whole fist and wrist and everything, a taped fist match, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, so number three for me is definitely something that I think every pro wrestler would appreciate, and not everyone can have them, but this year for Christmas, all you guys get one is a big-time contract, and <laughs> I, I don't necessarily mean it doesn't have to be AEW, it doesn't have to be WWE it doesn't have to be TNA, I mean even though that would be cool I'm just saying like something that puts you in a secure position to let you really do what you need to do, you know what I'm saying Right. and, and even if it's just a sponsorship that's taking good care of you like we need for our podcast, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> by the way I got a great email about something but we'll talk about that later, Alrighty. yeah but here's the other thing, big time contract for everyone for christmas how about that you all get one yeah man sounds good sounds good and i'll take the legends one since i'm not working anymore yeah i love <laughs> it you deserve one Wolf. yeah right. uh <laughs> right. let's see yeah everybody needs money though everybody yeah. needs money, man Definitely. uh let's see here where are we at i'm at number three. Oh. oh, oh. My number three, you know, usually I'm not a gift card guy because I think it's very impersonable. You know, I, don't, I like to give gifts that are kind of custom. You know, if I could yeah. buy something that nobody else could give you or have made for you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But this right. is going to be a gift card, okay? But okay. wrestler, I guarantee you, that's been on the road for any amount of time, is going to love this, man. It is. I, I, I don't know if I should go. I'm, I am. I'm going to go big with it. A lifetime supply of Waffle House gift cards. Oh, bro. You know, what somebody I'm just got hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> think about how much that would have made your life simpler. Yeah, think about <laughs> you it. At the fucking Waffle House over the <laughs> I mean, think about it because you would eat on nights that you, okay, like, okay, well, hey, look, some nights you didn't get paid enough probably to get a room and eat and get yeah. gas in the car. Hey, I mean, I've heard Jamie and you talk about having to scrounge in the cigarette. <laughs> tray yeah. for or for the coins you know for change for, for a, sure. a double cheeseburger you know so yeah but man i've been known to eat waffle house breakfast lunch and dinner all on the same day and you gotta yeah. fix when you're when you're getting out of there you know uh late at night that's about the only thing that's open if you want a meal and right. if you want to go in the damn uh convenience store they're open and get you a fucking slim jim and a snickers but that's not really what i was trying to eat especially if you're you know you're trying to eat somewhat healthy and protein and muscles you know what i'm saying so right waffle right. house you know some towns got denny's but i like waffle house yeah yeah that's a good I, point I, so, I mean, every single time so let me ask you that especially because most wrestlers are all about their body and they're trying to put on weight you know we heard reggie be fine talk about how you know he they were like okay you're you're cool but just you got to get bigger and all yeah. he did was eight that whole time to get bigger yeah. and it helps you obviously food is fuel mm -hmm. so at that point you know when you're really trying to put on some size but also have some decent like cut to you as well yeah. 
you have to kind of be careful with what you're adding, even though, yeah. but, but then you found that you're having to eat all the time. Right. I mean, yeah, but also at the, at the same time, you are burning a lot of calories every night out there in the ring. And so when it's over, you know, go fuel back up, you know what right. I'm saying? Start but, death, yeah, my, my meal was always the same. Uh, not all. Yeah. Pretty much always. Uh, Chicken and eggs, uh, eggs over medium. Uh, and a lot of times they used to have the option to double meat uh, yeah. and get the hash browns scattered and topped. A lot of people don't know there's a topped option, which is birch chili on top. Not burnt Prentice, but they call it <laughs> birch chili at Waffle House. And buddy, let me tell you, <laughs> that's my meal. Right. Would Burt's be white chili? Never mind. I don't know. Oh, anyway, just a bad joke. Yeah, but bro, that's that's awesome. You just taught some people something there. I guarantee somebody is going to get Waffle House soon. Topped. Yeah. yeah, and dude, who doesn't love a good Waffle House? Because there's entertainment there as well. And just the oh, cooks and the chefs, and, you know, the cooks and the waitresses. always been that way? Or is it just because we everybody's got a phone now and can tape it? Because this right. is going down at Waffle House these days and McDonald's and all these places. I'm like, damn. Right. <laughs> right. It's a one-stop shop in some cases. You can buy your meth. You can get your... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But or anyway. go outside and step in human shit and still yeah. You know. And fight somebody too, you know, <laughs> in or out of the building. You know, it's it's a if you haven't been to a Waffle House, if maybe you're a Canadian, I don't know, they have Waffle House up there. You, you would think, but yeah, I, I know it's a Southern thing. I, I, you know, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I know that Randy and I were down in Mississippi somewhere, and there wasn't no Waffle Houses. There was Huddle House. Huddle. Yeah, and I tried to get the same meal like they had it listed, you know, but uh, 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 the chicken was. Process looking and the chili was terrible and yeah, but we we walked out of there pissed. <laughs> I bet that's horrible, man. Yeah, that's that's bad. Yeah, so yeah, I love that Waffle House. Good idea, good idea. Okay, so my number two is, and this one is just you know, some people might say that this one is is uh, you don't have to have this, but I personally feel like to have a good and long successful career, you want to have a strong original gimmick, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there's only so many. I don't see anybody really pulling off the Nature Boy gimmick anymore, even though there were several at one time. Right. Or, or you know, the John Cena gimmick. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but I, but I mean, like. An original gimmick that's not stupid. And, and you know, I, I, uh, there was a picture on Facebook. I'm sure you saw it. Yes. A drawing. I did of a lot of the over the top gimmicks and a lot of people like myself liked a whole bunch of those gimmicks plus I liked a lot of the people that did them right. <laughs> so right. uh, but yeah then there was some oh, this is a list of the worst gimmicks in wrestling oh man this is maybe not your flavor you'd rather see guys and looking like MA fighters that are doing right. monkey best you know so yeah. I guess everybody's got their own thing man well I mean there was that time and I think of him only in this way I think he's an incredible wrestler he might be one of the best of all time but Randy Orton there for a while everybody looked like Randy Orton you know what I'm saying like yeah. black trunks tattoos somewhat sh short cropped hairdo shaved head but I mean and boots and that was the look and you went by your name Randy Orton Warren yeah. Wolf you know it was it was all something like super low no. I mean, would you have to have done Kelly? Be, I don't think he would have made it. 
that's why the WrestleMania are morons for calling Wolfie D one of the worst right. names. Yeah, horrible it, idiot. Like yeah, but anyway, I almost feel like that image that I think it was Hal Haney as the artist, and I tried to get him for the podcast, and he no sold us. So I'm not really a huge <laughs> fan of that guy, but he's a great artist, and yeah. he's very talented. But he still is a kayfaber. But anyway, when. Yeah. He was better until you told me that. but uh, Exactly, yeah. right? Come on. <laughs> but he did all that, and I almost feel like it's an offshoot of that video that we talked about on last week's Ask Wolfie. But anyway, I don't know, man. I didn't. <laughs> I, I did see Dirty White Boy on there. I did. And, yeah, yeah. I saw some others that we know. <laughs> yeah, Del Rio's. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Max Moon. Oh, Paul Diamond. I got to think it was the Paul Diamond, right? I mean, he did it. Yeah, long, yeah. So. it looked like it. I mean, yeah, it did. But anyway, a strong original gimmick that gets over and the people enjoy and get behind or either hate, you know? Yeah. Something good, something original. Hopefully, mm. you can have a good long career with it, you know? So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks for giving that. Of course, my pleasure. <laughs> All right, so my number two. Um, this is actually a book um, on Amazon. It's not a wrestling. It's not a wrestling book, uh, but I love the name of it, and I would name my wrestling book about this. I would use this as the title of my wrestling book to teach this. It's obviously a book about sales, um, being a salesman, but. You're kind of a salesman in wrestling, guys. So my number two gift to you is a book called The Art of Selling and Persuasion so that you can learn how to sell. Yes, in the ring, I mean it that way. I also mean how to sell yourself uh, right. to the fans and, and to the promoters and, and all that and to the other boys. I mean, you're you're literally trying to sell yourself constantly. That's why uh, people like myself and some others uh, got into car sales and did good with it because yeah. we did selling our whole lives. And persuasiveness, that's, the, uh, that's part of selling is persuading people. So you're trying to persuade the fans that what you're doing is real. So if you you can sell well, you can persuade them into uh, believing what you're doing, even if it's just for a minute. So that's my number two gift to you. Yeah, that's a great one. I, I think it's perfect. Yeah, that's that's actually a good book for almost anybody, really, because <laughs> you can learn stuff about the, the art of persuasion to me is something that, you know, you would get further in life at whatever you're doing. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. By learning. And not everybody can do it. No, 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 they can't. And I mean, there are those people that have natural charisma that's built in and, you know, you can use that. And I think somewhat have helped me, you know, with this podcasting stuff is is to be somewhat you want to be somewhat authoritative on your opinion, but also, you know, the idea that you can get your opinion over or your thoughts or your storyline, your writing or your character or just actually doing the job in the ring where you're selling and showing people that you, you're in misery, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I want to buy that book right now. So thank you for that gift, Wolfie. I appreciate it. I wish I were a pro wrestler. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number one, brrr, little drummer boy hit it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so number one, and we hope y'all have had a great Christmas morning with your family. We hope y'all are having a great Christmas week and day. Number one for me is, I think, as important 
as anything you can do in the wrestling business is when you don't start correctly, it can really set you back. And you may yeah. not ever be great without a right. great start. So my first one, and it is a good, reputable trainer. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Now, that again, very important. You know, some some say other things are more important, and I get that. But honestly, to me, if you don't have a good start, sometimes you can't have a good ending. Yeah. Know? course you, you develop bad habits and that are hard to break sometimes and in those types of things so definitely man you got to get somebody that knows what time it is um, yeah. But, yeah were you ever surprised that somebody wasn't trained and how good they were mm, i mean like i've told you i mean i didn't spend a lot of time in a ring that didn't have people around it you know what i mean sure, uh, sure. so some people would say that uh, that Brian Lawler was self-trained because he didn't go to a wrestling school and his dad didn't train him. They did that shit in the backyard and then they got in, started working yeah. out, and then you know went to his dad and jumped in there. So, I mean, Brian was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's hard to. Yeah, dad too. He watched that whole life. Yeah, yeah, that one is that one's a tough one to argue though. Truthfully, you know, but I mean, I think even though you have a, a solid, yeah, that's a one in a million case though. I think <laughs> Brian, you know, Brian Christopher is, is a one in a million anyway. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just feel like there. Let's just say ninety nine percent of the time it helps to have a reputable trainer yeah. because in those one percent. Yeah, sorry, I didn't step on you. Go ahead. No, you're good. I'm just saying in those that one percent, you've just got it figured out. I mean, even Logan Paul, who everybody thinks is amazing right now, mm -hmm. he was trained by HBK. So I mean, you know, yeah. what are you going to do, right? So right. the way you got to see it is, of course, if it, I think even if you okay, let's just say this, it would help to have someone say, okay, yeah, I think you got it. I think you're on the right path. Now just go to work and you'll figure out the rest. You know what I mean? Even right. if it's just somebody to judge, okay, this guy is not going to break his neck. <laughs> so, I, you know, and he, you know, as you said, it helps to have a name and somebody to back it up with. So you go and say, okay, I was trained by Gypsy Joe, or I was trained by Dean Malenko, or I was trained by Lance Storm or Ricky right. Morton, or the, who was the most, do you remember back like in your wrestling days, who was the guy that trained the most people that became successful? Like, who was one of the guys that you... Like, I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about yeah, back I'm, then. Yeah, I'm, st I'm still... Uh, hell, Danny was doing it pretty yeah. early. You know what I mean? Danny Davis. Yeah, uh, yeah I, that's I know, what I was thinking. Uh, let me think here. Bill trained a lot of guys. Bill Dundee and uh, Donnie Bass trained a lot of guys. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't... I can't recall out of all those, like, who did great stuff or, or what, but... Uh, just those were some, and and then there was the USWA school that had been around for a minute, and Tojo ran it sometimes. Jeff ran it. Um, Tony Falk ran it. Then I ran it. And, you know, so yeah. There's that. There's that. Yeah, and I'm sure it feels good for someone like you who have trained wrestlers to see them doing stuff and doing uh -huh. well with it. You know, I'm yeah. sure it feels great. You know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and and the cool thing is, is I I was thinking Danny. I was assuming you were going to say Danny because yeah. I feel like Danny. So many guys that have been on our show and who are just absolutely incredible. And I know Tom's. He, I mean, he was doing it in the nineties. So yeah, Doctor Tom, definitely. Yeah, I wonder if Dirty White Boy has trained anybody before. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It's too bad he didn't want to come on the show. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Love you, White Boy. 
<laughs> he's not listening. He's definitely not listening. <laughs> he's having a fun time with his family right now. Forget us. Sorry. Hunting deer. Yeah, good for uh, him. Yeah. Okay, he- well, I thank you for giving me a chance. Yeah. A re- one. Um, and so this is going to top off the show here and end it. Uh, the, the final gift of gift opening. We've got all this paper all over the fucking floor. We got the black trash bags out, stuffing yes. it in there. Yes. We got the one present left. Uh, and mom always loses her earrings in that big black bag. You got to go digging <laughs> for it. You know what I mean? I think I lost my earrings. And then she had them in her pocket all along. You know? but <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know. All right, all right. Um, my I meant the earrings you bought her for Christmas. Oh, I and she's you. lost them to the trash bag because dad got too happy I'm cleaning not, them up, you know. So I was trying to figure whether the back, <laughs> you know, I didn't know where. <laughs> so my number one is um, very, very, very important uh, for your um, mental health. Um, and just your career in general, you you can. I've seen a lot of guys get a bad rep, and you see this in the in the celebrity news, uh, football players, stuff like that. Uh, it is important to have a ride or die. I was gonna say biatch, but let's just say partner. Uh, whether it's a he or she, whatever your deal is, whatever your gender is, whatever, you got to have a ride or die that understands the lifestyle and is not going to, you know, argue to you every single night while you're checking in the hotel. I bet you got girls in there and all this bullshit. Now, I know from experience that uh, that ain't no fucking fun. And it does take your mind off where you need to be thinking about, man. And it's just a hassle. So I always envied the guys that had good women behind them um, that supported what they were doing and uh, didn't give them shit all the time and trusted them, you know? Yeah. You know, don't be with them if they don't trust you and vice versa. Don't be with a wrestler if you don't trust him because he's a wrestler, you know what I mean? Right, right, So exactly. I think that's a really, really, really important thing, man. Is And, you know, back in the day, girlfriends weren't allowed to come to the matches, especially if he was a baby face. Right, not to come. So, if your dude leaves you at home because he wants to go <laughs> wrestle, you know, I'm not saying that a woman should, you know, sit at home all the time. Don't get me wrong on that, but I'm just saying, uh, don't give him shit for for doing what he does, especially if he was doing the shit when you met him. So, right, right, that's yeah. my thing. Right, yeah, don't. Die. Number yeah, one. don't enjoy the idea that you're dating a pro wrestler or married to a pro wrestler and be all yeah. braggy about it. Oh, my boyfriend's on TV. Looky at him. Are you? And then be like, babe, you didn't call me. It's been five minutes. You haven't called me. You know? Right. Right. And I mean, speaking as a musician, I've definitely been a bad boyfriend before coming off the road and being like, screwed. I don't want to talk to anybody. I, I just want to do the show, go home and sleep. And I'm not doing anything, even though I probably was, you know, I mean, part of it is like how much uh, my cell phone would have been blown up had we have had cell phones back. (laughs) At least you had that option of making the phone call from the hotel and then (laughs) going to do whatever you needed to do. And you couldn't be found. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's no GPS. There's no find. There's no find my iPhone or whatever. There's no, you know, there's so many self, you know, like I know we have one for my father-in-law because he's always hunting up in the woods and stuff. We have them things where you can see okay there he is we can track him that kind of thing can you imagine if that would have existed back in the day bro that would have been difficult 
So, thank God. <laughs> the camera, yeah. some bitches. Woo! I got in trouble. I know. Many yeah. ways. Yeah. Not just with the rider dive, but uh, you know, that's crazy. But that's that's my final uh, gift to you. Hey, hey, that was a great one. So, out of our top ten Christmas gift ideas for pro wrestlers, we've given you twenty kids. Yeah. yeah. And if you're a pro wrestler, just listen to this i mean seriously listen to wolfies maybe mine is is just no-brainer stuff and that that's good but with wolfies there's there's time tested you know there's substance in my presence by yes yes absolutely absolutely all right jimmy so but before um we all go back to our families is what we should all do that uh, are lucky enough to have them um i know we got to do ask wolfie but i'm gonna do something today i'm gonna uh, i'm giving you one question okay i'm not doing the the whole you can make three wishes thing you know we're doing one <laughs> question all right and uh, we're all gonna have a merry christmas and, and go back to our family so we're gonna take a break and I'm giving you one wish. <laughs> one question, Jimmy. One question. On All right. What is it called? <laughs> Ask Wolfie anything. Once. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, hit the music. All right, we are back with Ask Wolfie D. Any one question? (laughs) (laughs) Any one question. Yeah, so anyway, this is a super simple one. It's Christmas. We're not going to make this difficult. For some reason, I just feel like you say it's going to be simple, but they never are. But go ahead. Okay, it's one simple question. It is from Jake the Third on Twitter. He asks one question. He says, Wolfie D., what was your favorite Christmas gift you received as a kid? Hmm. Now you're making me go way back in the memory banks. Because I'm not going to lie to you, man. As a kid, I had some really good Christmases. They took care of me on that end. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, toys and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, I we talked about some of this earlier. I had all the He-Man. I had G.I. Joe. I had Transformers. And that's when all that was big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my little sneaky ass, you know, I would go in there and peel the tape back. I peeked at my presents. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, and and, and <laughs> I'm trying to think of one specific present. Oh, man, God, I loved them all so much. I, <laughs> I integrated my guys. Uh, you know, the yes. men would play with the Transformers and shit. Um, of course, of course. Okay, and this is gonna be weird. And I can't remember the name of it, so I don't know if I should use it. Crossbows and catapults. Oh, dude, yes, I love that game, bro. That was so freaking fun! I oh my god, shit out of that. Yes. And I'll tell you another one that me and my buddy used to play because he he bought a set too. Robotics, where you built the dinosaur robots. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, but dude, I, man was a classic, and I don't think a lot of people really even know what that is. But if you don't look it up, it was cool as shit. Dude, my brother and I played that so much. We would integrate our action figures into it. <laughs> Bro, I'm serious. Crossbows. And, I just recently looked that up and sent my brother a picture of it. I was like, man, this is what I yeah. want for Christmas. Because, yeah. dude, that, that game was dope. What you did is you set up on either side, and if mm-hmm. you had another person, you would have, and you would build 
yourself your castle, right? And you Out have these, these little plastic blocks, yeah. blocks, yeah, bricks, bricks, and it had little intricate details to it. And then each of you had crossbows, and you had catapults, and you had these balls, and you would shoot them over. Well, and, they were like uh, they, they weren't really they were circles, but they were somewhat like rocks. Yeah, like if I were they not like token looking things or something? They yes, that's it. Tokens. Yeah, kind of Sorry. flat. They were thick like a tire. They look like Thank a tire. You. Yeah. yeah, they had to shoot out of the arrows too. So yeah, that's a great point, dude. Great game, man. I love shoot it up in the air and try to crash into their shit and bust yes. the tower up. Yes. Oh, bro, I love yeah. that. And it had a. Remember, did you have the big uh, mantar? Man. He put yes. the, the token on top of his head, bend it back, click, and he shoot it off his head. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And then you had your little mat that kind of had, like, you built it on. And, oh, man, I just love that game. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for that question. So my favorite, since he didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell you anyway, was my <laughs> – Oh, he's, like, jumping in on my questions, man. Yeah, I do. I do. This is just because just <laughs> okay. you brought it up. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for, for Christmas, Wolfie. <laughs> yes, my brother and I from my Aunt Jeanette. Now, of course, my brother would probably say that in Nintendo he got, the original Nintendo, or I might say something else, you know, cool. But what I would say my favorite that we received, especially with wrestling, was the two R- Road Warrior Rimco figures oh, yeah. and, and the wrestling ring. We got yeah. that one year from our Aunt Jeanette, who's passed away now. Anyway, long story short, that's been one of my favorite Christmas gifts ever. But I'm pretty sure we got crossbows and catapults one year, too, and I love that game so much. I want to go get it right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd play it with you. <laughs> Dude. I would play it right now from Somerset to Charlotte. I sent you uh, that uh, Rumble Slam game that I yes, yeah, really cool too. I think I would play that. And and like I don't really play a lot of board games, but that's more uh, interactive board game, I guess you would call it. I don't know, but there's action to it or something. But uh, yeah. I would play that, I think. I don't know if you really looked into the characters, and I'm not sure whether you have to paint them yourself or not. That was kind of like, fuck, man, because they're little, and my hands don't stay that steady no more. But uh, that looks fun, man. I'd play that one, too. Dude, I I don't want to tell you anything, but I've sent feelers out to them about something. So anyway, <laughs> dot your fingers, cross your eyes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe we'll hear more about them in the future, we hope. So anyway, long story short though, yeah. Seriously, buy Wolfie Rumble Fighters for Christmas. Somebody <laughs> Rumble somebody Slam. out Rumble Slam too. Buy him that one too. Buy them both. Rumble Fighters. If you can if you can't find it, look harder. But Rumble <laughs> Slam is out there too. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. And, um yeah. I have a special request, Mr. DJ. What's up? I want to end today's show with my favorite Christmas song. Uh, no, I'm not going to sing it. I would like for you to play it for the people. Is that is that possible? Absolutely can. Yes, sir. Uh, it needs to be rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy hunting. I and I did it. sing it. I said I wasn't going to, but I did. I love that song. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> song. Brenda Lee. Gotta love her. <laughs> Something about it just gives me such a nostalgia. Just makes yeah. me actually enjoy life. It just makes you want to like dance a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, a thank little, you. A little white dude dance, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Wolfie. Have a good one with your family. You too, we buddy. love y'all, listeners. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you all uh, have a happy New Year. But uh, we'll see you again next week, so we'll talk about that too. I reckon. But we're gonna we're gonna get out of here with some rocking around the Christmas tree. DJ, hit the music. 
with bottles of party rocking around the Christmas tree. Have a happy holiday. from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, the podcast that's based on the old school but can still help you find the good stuff from today. Jimmy Street and the Plastic Sheik, Jared, are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world. From thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise. This team does it all. And all they ask is, give me back my pro wrestling. Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right, it's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah! Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. So that was another great episode. Hey, Wolfie, tell them where they can find you on social media. Jimmy, they can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. I'm just kidding. Uh, They can find me on Facebook. Uh, My personal page is Warren Wolf, W-O-L-F-E. I'm on Instagram, at WarrenWolf13. You can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at LiveWolfieD. Here's the thing. Wolfie always has offers for his autographed photos. He has a selection of some awesome photos from throughout his career that he will autograph and personalize any way 
way that you want him to. Just contact him either directly at his personal Facebook page or through any one of our other pages, and we'll make sure you get in contact directly with Wolfie. Get those photos, right, Wolfie? Yeah, I've got some good stuff on there, you know, to help with the podcast. Folks, if you can't get out to a show to meet Wolfie D, there's nothing like that, especially for the fans of PG-13 and Wolfie D. And before we go, you can always find me, your host, Jimmy Street, at James Rock Street on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And hey, Jimmy, before we go real quick, I just want to add in there, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate, first of all, the work you've done for this podcast. You have worked your butt off. Secondly, the people that are liking the page. Beyond that, even more, is the people that are listening. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, and remember, guys, the podcast drops a new episode every Monday at noon, and our past episodes are streaming now on demand on all major podcast formats. Thanks again. I got a cap for you, don't. He got a cap for you, don't. I got a cap for you, don't. And here we go. The original white boy that came out sagging, not bragging, don't be hating, cause I'm spitting the truth. Still loving it, color. Don't rush your mother. Utilize a hubcap, unlike any other. Back in the day, I was NOD, and I was P to the G, plus the one and the three. In case you forgot, they call me Wolfie D. Been cloned and copied so many times. Tired of suckers taking credit for what is mine. You know who you are without me name dropping reasons. First white boy coming out hip hop. Been doing it like this since 92. Played low for a while and you thought I was through. Listen real close to these rhymes that I've injected. This shit's so sick it makes your ears get infected. Mad skills, no faking, there is no one great. Cause I'm bringing more folks and over one for data. Not here to play games, so you better be You don't like me, so what? I really don't care. Like time I keep ticking and I can't be stopped. You suck a step to the side unless you wanna get dropped. When my finish, I'll straight knock you out. Please allow me to tell you what it's all about. Gonna wind it up. Then I'm driving it home, it's Rookie D, baby. Huh, I got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. You got a cap for your dome. This has been a James Rock Street production.